You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. If you are a, uh, uh, well, if you're one of our listeners, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Anna and I here in day whatever it is of quarantine. It, it's, it's feels quarant- like a thousand days. It's quarantine, but it's really not. Yeah. Because we can go outside the house. We went, you and I got in the van and we drove around the block. We couldn't, we, we needed to talk about business. There are four adults in our home, three toddlers and two dogs, and it's a four-bedroom home. <laughs> and it's feeling very small it right now. Very small. The only place we can really go is the bathroom to talk, and not, really. not even then because you got little toes and fingers coming <laughs> under the door. So, so we got in our van and we drove around the block to have our business meeting. Yeah, and I had. So we're not really on quarantine. Well, yeah. If it felt like literally we got in the van and we left and I'm thinking, okay, I need my coffee. And then I'm thinking yeah. we can't go anywhere. No. And that made me feel very blue. You can go pick one up, but it's just not the same experience. <laughs> no. You just showed me two really funny memes <laughs> <laughs> and it, they're, they're memes about, you know, things we took for granted. Like the one, what, what was the one about target? Can you pull that up on your phone? Oh Yeah. The one that the lady's looking out the window. Looking out the window all and, mournful. And she says, me looking out the window at my car, wishing I could drive to Target and spend two hours browsing aisles, touching everything and buying things I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why this is funny is because it's, true. it's so true. And it's, it, it reminds us of first world problems. Right. And that's what... You know, it's true, but at the same time, how frivolous is this when people have no food? You know, like we're being reminded that we we love complaining about life in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Right. We love complaining about politics and we we love complaining. We're both immigrants. Well, we don't. But this is our country by choice. But. But. we take those things for granted. No, and, and it's true. I, I, I complain I complain about the political thing, but mostly just because it's so infantile. And, <laughs> but I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you guys think is wrong, yeah. I'm right. No, no, but what it is is it's just so much time and energy is spent fighting about politics and really who cares? I mean, these are people we hire no, but, or we vote for to do a job for us. It's, you know, they need to answer to us. We shouldn't be fighting amongst each right. other. As to, but, you know. but what I mean is you look at this meme and mm-hmm. you look at, 95% of the people that are actually doing the quarantine right now, you know, not the idiots that are in South Beach partying because it's spring break and they don't care. Like, not those people, but the people that are actually at you home. You said idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Cadence. They're going to be sick. They're all, hey, we're here. We're safe. They're going to be sick, right. not us, right? But look at the things that we really miss in our lives. Right. Going to Target and buying things we don't need. Let's call it what it is. The things we take for granted. The take for granted, yes. And you know what I've noticed is that the first week or so, I was a little bit depressed and I fought this. Mm -hmm. And then the last few days, I found myself actually doing so many more things with our kids that are so interesting and that usually... I don't really have, quote unquote, the time to do it. But like today, we took some cardboard boxes. No, we, you did. Yeah. Okay. We, me and the kids. 
So we took some cardboard boxes and we cut them out and we drew like little wheels and stuff and put some cords for the, you know, some uh, suspenders and yeah. they became their cars and they're running around the house in their cars and they're so happy. And I'm like, you know what? We don't really need to go to dance class and to this and that. Like this is, this is so much more enriching to their lives. And I don't take enough time to do these things. And that's what he's teaching me. Um, and if you want to see something, something interesting as well, we, we, you did your first YouTube vlog, which is by the way, I've been meaning to do for a year and I never had the time, right? There you go. <laughs> Here's the time. <laughs> yeah. And so you did your first vlog. We posted it yesterday. I edited it and posted it. I filmed it too for you, but, uh, um, you look at that and we just, you took the kids to the park for a picnic. Yeah. Emma calls it a picnic, a picnic. Uh, so you guys went to have a picnic and then, uh, but they rode their, their scooters. Right. And then, uh, and don't worry you guys, there was nobody there. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we didn't hold hands with anybody or cough in their faces, but, um, we did that and, and Emma wanted to go on a little adventure because the, the last time we went to the park, I took her, she was upset and bored and the other kids were doing something. So I took her for this little adventure, you know, this little patch of dirt, 10 right. feet by 10 feet. And right. we were hunting for wild boars. But, <laughs> yes. uh, so now every time we go to the park, she wants to go into the bush and yeah. look, you know, adventure. So we did a bit of that. And, and so you see them, you know, on the, on the, on the baseball park, chain link fence, you know, hanging on, walking that little ledge, you know, as if it was a mountainside and, right. you know, all these things that they do and it doesn't cost a dime. Right. You know, cost us nothing. And, right. and, uh, and it's the and stuff. And they're happier. Yes. And then, and then last night I taught them the Supreme song, Stop in the Name of Love. Yes. <laughs> and got them all through our podcast microphones. They were using them as microphones <laughs> and singing along on YouTube on our television and dancing and doing the Supremes. They were the Supremes last night, you know? Yep. And I mean, this stuff, the, the, the park thing was an hour and a half, two right. hours. Right. You know, the cars this morning was easily an hour. Yep. <clears throat> the Supremes was easily an hour, hour and a half. Right. You know, and they're having, it's so enriching because it's us connecting with our kids. And so this is something that I thought we were doing a good job of before right but realize now how we weren't because our kids have developed exponentially right in the last two weeks that we've been locked down mm -hmm. right and so i look at that and i go look wow okay all that money we wasted on crap doing things <laughs> you said crap i said crap well you know we take our kids we have a membership at a lifetime yeah it costs us for us and three kids it's 380 dollars a month Ridiculous. Yes. That we pay. Now the benefit is, is that we get three hours of childcare every day, seven days a week. Yes. And in that childcare, we use it for business well to work out and do our business meetings. Yeah. But also we go there because they have things like tumbling and dance class and all that kind Spanish of stuff. class. And our kids don't go to daycare. They, no. we are, we're home with them. So we yeah. need some That's kind of a, of a babysitting tool, right? But the thing of it is, is what I'm finding is I don't know that I can justify that money any longer. Right. I would rather, like you bought this Jenga game and a bingo game and operation, you know, that showed up right. at the door yesterday. And, right. and so the thing of it is, is doing stuff with, they're engrossed in this stuff. And because we're doing it with them, they can't wait. You know, we listen to Stomp and Tom Connors, Bud the Spud. So they all go get their little guitars and their cowboy hats. And we stand there, and we sing Bud the Spud for an hour straight. Right. You know? And so I think, you know, 
there's a real positive. I'm kind of going on about this, but the point is, is connecting with the kids has been really good. The other thing is, is you and I mm-hmm. are in this house constantly <laughs> all day long. Yeah, we're not running here, and and so problems. And I used an analogy this morning when we were having our meeting. Yeah, and you know, you you put in a, a nice pipe, a plumbing pipe, in a in a brand new home, and you look at that. Wow, that's beautiful pipe, nice and straight. Does all the stuff. Well, until you pressure test that, put water in it, and pump the lines with air pressure Mm -hmm. you don't know where the leaks are right you know and so it looks amazing until you pressure test that thing and then there's water going everywhere and you go like oh my god do i throw the thing out or do i fix it what do i do right and we're kind of at that point with our marriage Mm -hmm. where we love each other but the problems now this is the pressure test and so now we're seeing all the problems and you can't blame it on this or that or the other thing and another thing is you and i are not hiding behind like drinking and you know your your regular hiding tools that people do when they are confined we're not not, like we drink a lot Adam. no that's what no what i'm saying is we don't do that so that's why it's so obvious yes yeah Yeah, we're not hiding behind those things that usually give you that comfort and then you don't work on the things you need to work on. But the cool point is, is I think we have resolved our biggest issues we've identified yes. and are working towards resolving those or have resolved them for the bigger part. Right. Since we've been quarantined. Because you have no choice. You know, here's the, here's the reality. Right now, I read an article yesterday and there was one hospital in Texas, Plano, mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. And the, the, amount of child abuse physical abuse mm-hmm. in this past two weeks has like skyrocketed probably. skyrocketed yeah. okay so you right now every household has a choice you can go right or left but no you can't stay in, in that the in the middle anymore so all of your coping mechanism that's what i mean by drinking gotcha like you can't go to the bar like usually you, you can't know, go to the gym you can't go to the <laughs> you gym can't go shopping right all of the coping mas- mechanisms that us as adults or or kids or whatever we have in order to keep peace at home whatever your problems are you know being with your spouse being with your kids being with your temperament whatever with it is yourself, with yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we can't do that you know people hide behind work right people mm-hmm. hide behind whatever it is like go go to the strippers <laughs> whatever it is mm-hmm. you can't do it yeah not right now and so you are going to have to make a decision mm-hmm. are you going to just allow yourself to just blow the roof off and beat your kids up beat your wife up you know or beat your husband and your kids or beat your husband or shoot them or whatever (laughs) that is, right? Or are you gonna sit down and fix the problems? Because those problems were always there. You need to sit down and be like, you know what? I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. How are we going to fix that? And if you're gonna do that, and this is something I think, I think it's fair to say we've discovered this, Mm -hmm. is that if you've got a problem uh, with somebody, I, be, I believe in, and it's, it's so counterintuitive, and I'm, I know I'm going to get flack for saying this, but I believe that even though that person's a jerk over there, uh-huh. what am I doing to contribute to that? Right. 
Okay. Because if you take away that effect, because at one point that person wasn't a jerk or you wouldn't have married him or her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so something and, has caused and, that to happen. And on our case, is is not only with each other. I mean, there's four adults here. Right. So it's it's everybody. Like, Elaine's my best friend. And yesterday I told her, I'm like, just stay in your room all morning because <laughs> you need some time for yourself. Like, I can feel it, right? Because right, right, she's right. just like grumpy. But right. think about it. She's somebody that is used to every week hopping on a plane mm -hmm. and going somewhere from, from doing makeup and she's very extroverted right she loves that she has to be in contact with people, with people. She, she does makeup <laughs> right. constantly like imagine 30 minutes girls, at a time right. pouring your heart out every problem in the world and there's nobody to save here that 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 lifeline has has yeah. been cut off that's her coping so mechanism it's very stressful for her very stressful for me what it is is work right i, I work a lot i work all and the time you go to the coffee shop where you can focus and write your stories and right. you know like and that here i can i'm sitting on the couch <laughs> trying to work I'm, i edited your video yesterday it took me four right. and a half hours sitting on the couch editing this vlog right and quamaine's over there he wants to bang on the so i sure. say no stop banging on it so he gets a car and hits the car on it and right. and i'm just like oh and then you there's know, and, then, and then there's katie and katie's right. like every minute the daddy look daddy look daddy look right. daddy look daddy look you know and it's just so you, i go and i lock myself in the bathroom <laughs> Exactly. You know what I mean? And so the and thing is- And there's Crystal. Crystal lives by herself. Right. And she hardly comes out of, you know, she lives at our at our shop. Right. At a, and she just can't take it after a while. No. She, she can't take she the noise. She went back the to the shop <laughs> for two days. Because yes. she's an introvert. Alone, and she, yeah. she's used to being alone. And she's here with all the kids. So we're all reaching that point where it's like- we get annoyed real fast. But what do you do with it when you get there? Exactly. And that's the thing. And with you and I, what it, it I go back to that thing. The, the problems that are really big right now are not new problems. Mm -hmm. These are problems that were there before that got minimized by those coping mechanisms. Sure. Now they're not there. Now we actually have to deal with the problem. Right. And and that's what we've endeavored to do. And I think that if, if there's any advice I could give anybody on that is... <clears throat> it's like business. If, if you get emotional, if you get upset and you lose control of the situation and let your emotions run that situation, you're going to fail in business because I said this on another podcast, but business is nothing but a series of problems. And your job is to come up with solutions to those problems. That's business. Yep. Well, in a, in a real sense, relationships are a lot like that too. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who it is, if they're not you, how they view things and absolutely is, is, you're going to just naturally you're going to have differences. So yep. change your expectations. You're going to have differences. You're mm -hmm. going to believe different things. You're going to see things a different way. Things are going to affect you a different way. You're going to do things a different way. Right. Just accept it. Right. Okay. Uh, and that's part of it. And so all you can do then is just dwell on the positives about that person. Right. Um, the other thing is there's no shame in saying, hey, when you do this, when you pick your nose needed at the table, it bothers me. Can, you know, can <laughs> yeah. you go pick your nose in a bathroom or something? Not right. that this is one of our problems. I'm making something up. That's Emma's problem. That's Emma's problem. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, if you can just be frank and then not be offended by that. Right. Just go, okay, this is constructive criticism. You know, this is something that would make my relationship better mm -hmm. if I stopped picking my nose at the table. Right. Right. Uh, the other thing is, is when there are core issues, like we identified 
one issue. You were raised a certain way. Your parents had a plan in mind for your life. Mm -hmm. You're not living that life and you're not living in your parents' home any longer. And same thing with mine. I don't know if there was ever a plan for my life, <laughs> but you know, I, I, I had the way I was raised and, and you and I were raised about as opposite as opposite can be in right. many respects, not all, right. but in many respects about as opposite. I was raised to be very self-sufficient. You were, you were raised basically to be on your own and it's right. hard for you to be with people all right. the time. Right. Yeah. And, and I can't understand why people don't take responsibility at the level that I do for mm -hmm. things. And so I get very frustrated. And yeah. so unless we can actually talk about that without no blame storming, yeah. just forget about blame, forget about the smoking gun, forget about fault because you can be right all day long, but you'll be alone. Yeah. Right. The better thing is to understand. And so if we talk about those differences and how we were raised, acknowledge the things, you know, we can love our parents, but still disagree with how they raised us in a particular aspect. Sure. You know, or an approach they took to something. We don't have to cling to it just because it's tradition. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work, because you and I have created our own culture, your parents didn't have their own business. Yeah. You know, they worked somewhere. Your your dad did. Yeah. Right? Um, your parents had, you know, where you come from, everybody's got maids. You know, you had maids. We don't have maids. We do. You know, we don't it's have Anna. nannies. Yeah, we don't have nannies, <laughs> right? Oh, we do. It's Anna. It's Anna and Terry. <laughs> yes. uh, and, and so the thing of it is, is essentially our family is our own culture. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we have to find out what works for our culture. And what that comes down to is, what are your strengths? And what are your weaknesses? What are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? Which, where can we fill in? Where do my strengths compensate for your weaknesses? And then where are the things that we're both weak at? Mm -hmm. And since we can't hire it, we got to figure that out. Somebody's got to get better at that thing. Right. And then the next thing needs to be, okay, what can I do better? And, and I remember read. I just read a book and I can't remember the name of the book, but the guy said, he interviewed a guy that had been married for many, many years, for decades, older gentleman. He and his wife is supremely happy. And he says, what's your secret? And he says, what I do every night before we go to bed, my wife and I take an hour and we ask each other on a scale of one to 10, how did I do at meeting your needs today and making you happy? Mm -hmm. That's and, a very difficult thing to do. Well, but the thing of it is, is that they don't get butthurt. Right. When they hear something that's well, uncomfortable to hear. Well, they don't leave hear. anything behind either. No, because the idea is I'm asking because I want to know. The thing of it is, is if I was being, if I was with somebody and if I was boxing, that's a really good analogy. If I'm boxing and, and there's something that I keep dropping my right hand and I keep getting punched in the head, mm -hmm. you know, I want my coach to tell me so I don't get punched in the head anymore. Right. If my coach tells me, stop dropping your right arm, and I want to stand there and argue with him, tell him, well, you drop your right arm, you know, and I want to go that approach. <laughs> yeah. I go at the next round, I'm still going to get my head punched. Right. It's for your own benefit. Yeah. So stop being butthurt about it and just, okay, what can I do better? What do you need from me? What would make your life better? What would, how can I help you? Yeah. And when you tell me, because you are the center of my universe in my life, you and God, mm -hmm. and we are the foundation to our family and our kids and their upbringing and what they're going to be raised to be, you know, we, we owe it to ourselves to take that constructive criticism and to give it mm -hmm. and go, okay, I think I can do that.
Right. Or discuss why, you know what, I don't know that that is a realistic expectation that I get better at knitting or that I get better at one thing that I'm just not good at. Chick conversations. I don't do chick conversations very well. I just don't have the patience for it. I'm a very logical guy. I don't want to just stir up and I'm going to get so thumped out for this, but (laughs) not by you, but because you know what I'm talking about. What I mean is those circular conversations that just stirs up a bunch of emotion yeah. for the sake of doing nothing you other than stirring emotion. Fix it and move, I want to fix on. the problem and move on. Yeah. And I don't do that very well. Yeah. Uh, and so that's something that probably I won't be able to do for you. You're going to have to outsource that. Yep. You're going to have to go with Elaine somewhere and you guys can do that, right? Yeah. I have Elaine or my sister, somebody that you trust that you can just talk about your feelings without needing them to and solve your problems. If you've got to talk about something that you can't, I'll sit there and I'll endure it. Yeah. I may not respond the way you want, but I'll certainly listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you figure out how you can, what you need to do to meet each other's needs. And then just, how am I doing? Can I do better? Mm-hmm. Right. And if you go at it with that kind of a heart, instead of defending yourself, it becomes very simple. Yeah. And what you find is at the end of the day, you know, you're going to have to answer for something. So if I do something wrong, it's very, I know that tonight I'm going to have to have that conversation with you. I'm going to apologize now, take ownership for it now so that you don't carry that with you all day. And when we get to tonight, I'm going to get a more positive report because I turned it around. Mm -hmm. And I think just taking that view, just changing the perspective and not being defensive and not needing to win. Right. I think is the most important thing in any relationship. You don't win unless you both win. Yeah. Because I can be right. And I'll never have sex with you ever again for the rest of my life. <laughs> You'll dress in your or little you panties. You'll dress you in your high boots and you just married. won't be interested. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm being yeah. comical, but that's my point. I can be right all yeah, day long and I'll be alone. you can't fight for being right if you want to be in a relationship. Otherwise, it's not going to work out. Yeah. Like if you are not willing to find a, a middle ground, if you have to be right all the time in every argument, then, or any argument, yeah. then you are going to end up out of a marriage. Like that's just, it's just common sense. And friendships. Friendships, all of it. If you want to do that with your kids, that might work when they're toddlers, but it's not going to work when they're 14. Exactly. As soon as they're 18, you never see them again. We had an issue with, uh, with Katie and Quamaine this morning. Yeah. You know, just, they're just at each other, at each other, at each other. And then it's like, mom. Yeah. He took my sister wing. Yeah, but she did this. And like, and, and so I just, okay, we do this every day, all day long. Right. where we do we chew them out right and it's just like okay that's not working so I just went over and said okay what's the problem mm-hmm. how are you going to fix that how are you going to make it better so they you guys don't puzzled. fight they looked at me like i just like what are you talking about <laughs> yes right and so now i'm just teaching them the concept of that's a problem how are you going to solve the problem what's the best way to solve this problem you want to play together you need to find a way yeah and that's forever more they sat be that their stump way. staring yeah. at me like <laughs> exactly but then they didn't fight anymore yeah you know and so the thing of it is is that's just it is uh you know if there's a problem what's your solution to the problem yep placing blame doesn't fix the problem and i can't go back an hour ago and change what i did an hour ago i can only change what i'm going to do from this point forward sure and so give me something i can do to fix that Mm -hmm. and that's the thing anything that you or i do and each of us has made lots of slip-ups you know, in our marriage and business with our kids, everything like that. Yeah. But it's nothing is more powerful than, Hey, 
I think that approach isn't working. Let's try this. What do you think? You know what? You're right. And I'm so sorry. Yep. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, you feel stupid. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, you don't want to hear that. Right. Okay. But it's not just about you. Right. It's about the family. It's about the other person, right, that you care about. And it's like, okay, you know, I, I can do that better. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean you take blame for stuff that you didn't do. Like, don't apologize for something you didn't do and don't apologize if you don't feel apologetic no, about it. No, just, it just means that you, you find a way. Like, you want to play together, you need to find a way. And find a, If there's yeah. a problem, find a solution. Don't make the problem worse by saying it's your fault. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's more about, now you got to tell your story to be uh, understood. When, when you go into those courses that I went to, you know, to help the kids with their trauma and stuff. Yeah. The first thing they say is the behavior is just a, a way to show there's a deeper problem. problem. So don't deal with the behavior, deal with where the problem is coming from. Yep. You know, deal with the source of the behavior because yep. they might be having a tantrum and you're dealing with like, oh, you're being so whatever, right? So you put them on timeout where they might be having a tantrum because they feel very insecure, mm-hmm. unworthy or whatever. And it's, it's no different from for adults, right? And the analogy that I used this morning uh, when we were talking was think of it a, of a tree. Now, if Caden sacks out and kicks her brother, you know, mm-hmm. she's in that hitting phase, right? So we're trying to correct that. Uh, so if she hits him, okay, th- to me, that's a leaf. Yep. And if you're trying to fix every leaf, there are thousands and thousands of leaves. Yep. And you can fix every leaf, but it doesn't stop new leaves from coming and falling off the yep. tree, right? Yep. You have to go to the tree. Yeah. That is the foundation and find out what that foundational problem is. This other thing right. is just a symptom of the problem. Right. And so go back to what's the core issue. Yep. You know what I mean? It might be, it could be anything. It could be anything. But go back and try to understand what the core issue. You can only find that out when you ask questions, quietly, softly, non, in a non-accusatory way, ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the other side of it is you have to be able to hear those questions or ask yourself the questions and you have to be honest and you have to, have to, have to not be defensive and not want to be right and not want to win. That's it. You have to want to solve the problem. So we all have a choice. We're still going to be in this house and everybody's going to be in their house for a lot more days. We have a choice to make a right turn or left turn. And we can all come out of this way better in every aspect of our relationships, our gratefulness for what we have, um, you know, our gratitude towards this country and our freedoms and all our luxuries that we take for granted. Um, Or we can get out of this and file for divorce (laughs) and go to jail for child abuse and blah, 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 you know? So I rather, I rather be grateful. A positive move forward. (laughs) And that's the thing I think for a lot of people, uh, I know when you're in the middle of the storm, you know, you're, you're frustrated. You've got it's guilt. You're also angry with the other person's doing. It's just so hard to get perspective. And if you can, you know, if you have somebody that is there and they're just compassionate, just say, you know what, this is just a symptom of a problem. Mm-hmm. Let's try to figure out what the problem is. Yep. Okay. And so what aren't you getting or what are you getting that hurts you? Right. And what do you need? Let's get there. 
you know, because I think fundamentally you're a good person. I love you and I care about you. Uh, but, you know, we can't continue like this because this is very destructive. Right. So let's try to work that problem, you know, and then just look at it as a problem, not as a person that is a good or bad person. You know, right. we want to judge people as either good or bad. It can't be that, right? It's got to be the other thing. Listen. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that helps somebody. If you have anything that you want to discuss or any questions, uh, we know a really, really good marriage counselor. Not that we've used him, but it's somebody, it's a friend of mine that I know. Yeah. Uh, he's got this, he's good. Anyway, uh, if you need that, let us know. We'll pass on that information. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days with another episode of the podcast. I can't leave.